Hey y'all, so we went through a shit ton of trials and tribulations setting up our studio and even had to get new mics. So this episode's audio will not be as crisp and smexy as episode one, but I do apologize in advance, ho. But this episode is really good, so I hope you guys enjoy it and get some cool insight. Bye! Welcome back to another episode of the Petty Headquarters, where we talk about all things ratchet, reality TV, celebrity drama. I am your host, Tiana Tamika McFucking Light. And this is Jesse Strange, yes. the co host. <laughs> episode number two, baby. We're about to get two. We're about to get deep. So, this is our weekly dose of mess. So, let's just spill some tea and get right into it. But first, before we get into it, we're gonna let you guys know the topics that we have coming in. So for number one, we have Judy J versus Natalie Nunn. Okay, we're starting off with that. Right. Starting off right. Number and one. for number two, we have Black China and her reformation on her spiritual and healing journey. And then for number three, coming in hot, we have the Ice Spice Hate Train. Yes, yes, yes. So let's into the first topic about Judy J and Natalie Nunn. The tea's gonna get hot the today. The tea's gonna get hot today. <laughs> gonna get- okay, so let's get into it. Okay. First and foremost, Judy J, if you don't know who that is, she's an original bad girl that was on Oxygen on season seven, Bad Girls Club, as well as season 13. You know, she's a fan favorite. Everyone loves her, loves her still, I guess, to this day. And we all know who Natalie Nunn is to this day. We all know who she is. She's making a bag. She was on original OG, OG, OG Bad Girls Club season four and still doing it big with Zeus Network. And clearly them two have some weird beef and it goes back years, actually. Years. Yeah. So I didn't know anything about Judy J and this whole thing with Tiana hit me up like, yo, I just saw Judy J post some crazy stuff online. So I had no idea what was going on. So of course I had to do my research and it was very interesting how far back the tea goes. They have beef. They have beef. So we're going to start with the first thing that I realized that was shady um so let's get into it so first and foremost um if you don't know the song endless with little uzi vert it's little uzi vert right yeah it's little uzi vert yeah it's little uzi vert yeah, yeah, yeah. and Nicki minaj obviously a song came out nobody cares about the song people only care about the far- the part where Nikki actually mentions <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, where Nikki um, mentions Natalie Nunn's fucking name on the track. So obviously Natalie blew that shit up. And that song was released on June 30th. June 30th, that song was released. Natalie was hyping it up. But then on July 3rd at like 1246 a.m., Judy is throwing shots and throwing shade and making all these weird posts online. Let me pull up the receipts because she deleted it the next day. Yo, Tiana took screenshots. She deleted it the next day. So, sure. right. 
So she posted again, 1246 a.m., 1 a.m. Like, why are you up worried about Natalie? But okay. <laughs> so she posted, maybe it was because I didn't pretend to be ghetto. Crying emoji. And then the caption said, or maybe it was because I didn't say black women had gorilla noses. Maybe because I didn't say black women were too black. Maybe because I don't sell my kitty cat. Or maybe it was I wasn't an advocate for domestic violence. Or maybe it was because I'm actually talented. Maybe it's because I'm not riding on coattails. Maybe things I will never know. Heartbroken with a broken heart emoji. She was definitely in her bag. She was in her bag. (laughs) And these were like back-to-back posts. And the next post was like her posting a picture of Nicki Minaj with the voodoo doll. Yeah. With the voodoo doll. Again, July 3rd, right when Natalie is hyped about the line that Nicki mentioned. You know, okay, cool. So she posted that and the caption was team Nicki Minaj forever. And I'm just like, yeah, girl. And then she posted like, threads of pictures of like how Nikki reached out to her in 2018 and all this stuff and on Twitter and it's just kind of like okay Judy I love you but like you're dragging it like you look bitter you sound salty because what Natalie was mentioned by Nicki Minaj on a track like you sound fucking salty what are you doing up at 12 i don't know if you're in la i don't know if you're in la or whatever but i'm in east new york and to me it was 12 46 one in the morning you're posting back-to-back shady posts either way it was if it was in california it was like 8:46. Like, like why are you at 8 46 thinking about okay. natalie Dunn? why are you thinking about natalie so bad and then <laughs> She posted a screenshot of when she was on her season, Bad Girls Club New Orleans. Was that season seven? Yes. Yeah. And she posted a screenshot of that. And then the caption was, best season ever for so many reasons. And again, these are back-to-back posts. So now I'm just kind of like, girl, what are you doing? And we all know Judy J was also on Baddies ATL. Mm -hmm. The first season that ever dropped on Zeus Network judy was on there and her and natalie obviously has some beef and i know you said like going back to like years and years so so when i was doing my research right because i was really confused as to why this judy j girl was like so upset by natalie nunn like i know natalie nunn don't know who the hell judy j is no she knows who she is no i'm saying i didn't know oh you didn't i didn't know okay you know what i'm saying so i'm trying to figure out this girl so then I, i started getting down the the i could getting down the rabbit hole of who the hell judy j is so yeah she 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 the the beef goes back all the way to when they were doing baddies atlanta and even before zeus network i was uh watching an interview which i have a clip i want to bring up Mm -hmm. at a certain point because i needed to develop my opinion on this whole thing like see what the hell you know was going on and it turns out like before Zeus Network was like was pitched baddies or whatever, um, there was a DM from all the bad girls, like OG bad girls. Um, what was it like Red? Mm-hmm. Um, Natalie Nunn was in there, mm-hmm. Judy J, a lot of fan favorites, Tanisha. Um, yeah, they were all in this DM basically saying, Oh, Blueface, this is when Blueface had his YouTube uh reality TV. This was a group chat. This was a group chat okay. on Instagram. And so basically, um, they were like, oh, Blueface is making millions off of our blueprint. 
um, this is like crazy. Like how we need to figure out a way to make money because we never made this much money on bad girls club. Mm. so yeah, he had blue girls club yeah something yeah. like that so mm-hmm. they were saying like that was the blueprint and he mm-hmm. was just following it and then he, they were saying how like oh they he just made him more ratchet yeah which, for sure which is what he did and he for turned sure. it up and that was where the money was so that's when they were talking about uh baddies atl and that this was before zeus network had picked up baddies right so this beef goes back but then uh, i guess natalie was taking like because somebody from zeus went to college with natalie mm. so that wow so yeah yeah that's okay what, so that's connection yep. networking so she or uh, judy j already was like i already knew that you know natalie was gonna be you know one of like the preferred or like you know just people that sh- they were gonna be loyal to right she, they were gonna be loyal to natalie and so Natalie had wanted to make it about, you know, um, OnlyFans girls, bottle girls, very sexualized, very ghetto, very ratchet, because again, Blueface was doing that and it was selling. So let me pause right there because Judy had also posted on her story, and I think this was like the next day or so, or a while back. I don't remember the time frame, but Judy had posted something along the lines of, oh, Baddie's ATL was supposed to be like real um housewives of atlanta that was the vibe it was i guess that was the pitch mm-hmm. natalie gave them because i remember megan megan james that was also an original um bad girl from oxygen had said the same thing it was going to be more like us getting to the bag you know yeah. they always get to the bag yeah real housewives it wasn't going to be it was going to be more mature i guess which is what they were saying well that's what she was saying that that this was she wanted it to be like oh we're grown now we're a little bit more mature who we're wanted not, it to be like that judy judy, judy, judy. and uh, you know was trying yeah. to show like i'm not that crazy girl that you know that you guys once saw but we're still getting our money but instead, it's what you see now kind of to this day where, like, girls are talking about getting the bag but not really doing right, anything. Right. And then she felt disrespected in Baddie's ATL because they gave her, like, the shitty room and they were treating Tanisha like like yeah. she was, like, an OG, but Judy I mean, J was, too. And that's true. And didn't get treated like one. That's true. she felt like Natalie was low-key being shady towards her because of that right but i think that was the point right that was the point and that's the thing too like she talks about judy talked about that too like when they were like filming for baddies atl there would be times where they didn't even start filming until 9 p.m yes because of natalie and her whole glam team Mm -hmm. and that all the other girls wasn't able to use the glam team Mm -hmm. and it just it was just like this weird tension so, of course, they have beef. And there's also a video. Obviously, like, if you know about Natalie Baddies, if you're up to date, there is a video of Judy and Natalie having discussion and going back and forth where, where I guess I would call it a discussion, but it was low-key an argument, a little bigger, I guess. But Judy was like, oh, didn't you say the whole gorilla knows this thing? And then Natalie was like, I never said that. Judy, I never said that. And then literally a clip pulls up of like, of course, <laughs> Natalie Nunn is on Bad Girls Club. Like it's it's in 4K, bitch. Well, right. I guess not 4K at the time, but still, bitch, we got you on camera saying that. And then you're literally circling Portia's nose. Like, let's let's be real. But she said that instead of baddies being like housewives, it was just like a show full of clowns yeah what she said and i remember i don't know where she said this i don't know if she was in an interview or what but she did say at some point that 
Oh, she was talking a lot of shit about Natalie. And I think this was back, this was last year, either 2021 mm-hmm. or 2022. She was talking shit about Natalie, like, oh, nobody likes you. Like, you're not even a fan favorite. Like, yeah. talking so Hater. much shit. She was like, you're you're not this loved bad girl. That's right. what she said. Those are her exact words. It's so funny. And I think what, where Judy J's got it all twisted, because now I'm going to give you my opinion on her, because, like, she's done here's how she likes to look at herself right which she likes to hold herself to a standard where she's like well i was just i'm more than just a a reality tv star i'm on my little show what's that movie that she's on hold on i have it right here hold on yeah i don't know what show she's on but i guess if you're a fan you know it what's it called (laughs) it's called the stacy stacy story hell in my life and she was also on raven's cravings a be more love thing I don't know where you can find those. Okay? I don't but know where movies. you find them. There are movies that exist <laughs> it on TV. <laughs> no, no. But here's what she likes to say. She likes to say, "Oh, I, I've been on more than just. I, I want to branch out. I'm, I'm professional." And she likes to hold herself. But to Judy, standard. you represented yourself on Bad Girls Club as the drunk. Let's be real. Uh-huh. That was your role, a hundred percent. And so I want to play this clip because. Here's where my 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 opinion on Judy starts to change, because at first I was like, all right. So she was trying to branch out uh, from the bad girls club. She wants to show that she's more than that. I respect that, which is why her saying, oh, baddies uh, ATL was a clown fest because she wanted it to be more like housewife, Mm -hmm. more professional. But housewives is still ratchet. Right. But just older. Right. You know, that was the vibe she was going for, which I can see like more established, more calmer, but still catty. I get that. But then you go back and you listen to something like this. So in the interview, right, she said this. Um, I'm going to play the clip. Okay. Because so, you haven't heard this. Okay. So then we, I can send this to you. Okay. You know, partying with Zeus and stuff. When the cameras went on, everybody had a blast. Did me too. You know, like everybody is fun. Um, I just feel like she, she re- what I realized is that, okay, Natalie wants to be a reality star. That's it. For instance, like I did an event with Tiffany Pollard and I love me from New York, period. And we had, we were up chit-chatting and kicking and drinking champagne all night after our event. And we were really talking about some serious stuff. And New York is very smart, just like Paris Hilton. Everybody thinks she's like this dumb blonde. Paris Hilton is a genius. You know, I think that, um, I think that Natalie just, you know, wants to be a reality star and she kind of knows the role that she plays you know so when people be like natalie let bad girls club go like i'm i let it go like so many people be in the comments like judy's holding on for bad girls club. no i'm not i do so much other stuff outside of bad girls club it's not my fault that i'm still very much relevant in the bad girls club world you know like i just did baddies my season is on hulu a whole new generation is in tune to me now like it's not my fault that i am very much still relevant in that world that doesn't mean like i'm not letting it go Anybody can go to my Instagram and see I am letting it go. I've, I've let it go. Mm-hmm. But with Natalie, I feel like she's going to ride this to the wheels fall off. You know what I mean? Like this, this is who she wants to be. She wants to be like New York, who is going to be a reality TV star. Judy, I'm sorry, but you sound like a hater. Right. Like, I love right. you, but you sound salty. You sound bitter. You sound like a hater. And it's like, you said you let it go. How old is that recording? I think it's like a year ago. A year ago. I think it was a that year was ago. That was a year ago. 2022. Yeah. We're in 2023. And you're still 
posting shady posts on Instagram about Natalie, right. who doesn't care so, about you, who posts Fendi, Louis Vuitton in her walk-in closet, so bitch. Like, this is where I was going with. So I think Judy's got it twisted. One, she's a hypocrite because she's riding the bandwagon and she's probably upset and bitter because this was literally a hip- hypocritical comment uh-huh. right here. To say that you're not trying to be a bad girl and trying to separate yourself and yada, 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 yet you're crying online one year later about how maybe it wasn't because of this you're upset because natalie doesn't want you which is fine two number two i get it you were a fan favorite but at the end of the day it's not about being the fan favorite it's about who's making the money moves at the end Period. of the day natalie don't gotta be like she's still executive producer she's still bringing she's out the still money relevant she's like, still, let's talk about it she's still bringing a bag bro and the biggest bag out of all of them bad girls and sounds like you're a hater when i heard that interview i was like wow you're really a hypocrite right now because literally one year later look at you you're crying at 12 46 what was it 12 46 a.m <laughs> about how i guess they must have denied you or something right because it sounds like you want to be back on baddies and maybe allegedly natalie said no to you right allegedly and you know it's kind of funny because judy in the same interview ends up saying like she knows that natalie wasn't trying to like have them on there forever that she was just trying to get it started with popular um which is the best business move the, right with the og baddies started off and then eventually get young girls who are willing to act up for the bag and, and be personalities and be the new bad girls right but, for sure. You know? For sure. And honestly, I just feel like, girl, give it up. I thought you was more than just a reality right. TV I, I, And that's the thing. Like, you say you're more than this, but you want to be back on baddies, allegedly. And now, because you got denied, now you're crying at, like, 1236. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Girl. Listen, we are just basing it off of how you're acting. Like, you know, it's like, if it's different, then say something. But at the end of the day, you're just looking a little bitter and a little upset. Salty. You're not making the money off Salty. the Salty. The name. The name. Because, like, that's how you started. That's where your fans came from. Yup. You're just upset because you didn't like, see it. Right. But to sit there and say, oh, Natalie wants to be this reality TV star. Do you not want to be the same? Like, do you not want to be the same? Because honestly, at this point, it's just not making no sense. It's not. It's not mathing, bitch. It's no. not fucking adding up. Like, nothing is making sense because you are just salty. Salty, for sure. At one fucking 12.46 a.m., one in the morning, making shady posts about Natalie. And then the next day, you delete that post. Yeah. That's the thing, too, because I was on it. I took my screenshots, and then the next day, you deleted it. So it's like, what's her, really her PR team told her to get uh, Get it on. So that is basically all I have to say about Judy. I feel like she's salty and bitter in conclusion. And uh, yeah. yeah, and I, I'm curious to know what everyone thinks. Like, yeah. if anybody, like, you know, has a different opinion. Right. Uh, I want to I wanna know what the Judy J fans got to say in their right. defense. Because I, sure. really, I really tried to be open-minded. And then I heard the hypocrisy. And uh, I was just like, all right, 
But there was someone that actually, when she posted the shady post that I read, that long, lengthy post at 12.46 a.m., there was a fucking fan that commented, Judy, stop, LOL. I did see and that. And she said, no, LOL. And I'm like... She responded? She responded. Oh, man. And I feel like she may see this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That means It's okay, sense. Judy. I love you, but like... I'm here to tell you straight up that you're being bitter and it's okay, but you need to let it go. Let it go. Cause it sounds like you haven't let it go. You need to let it go. Okay. So or, or branch off. Think branch of, off. Now that CV, now that CV go over there. But since you say you don't want to be in that ghetto ratchet shit, then maybe now that's TV is not for you. So with that being said, I'm done talking about this. We are <laughs> going to segue into the next topic, which is about black China. Now, Black China has been a very controversial topic in the media. She also had her own show on Zeus Network. And did she really? She did. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Where Life of China, I don't remember. But it was basically about her life. Her and her mom. Showcasing her, yeah, with her son and, you know, trying to, uh, what's that word? Co-parent? Okay. With, okay. With the Kardashian. Yeah, but he dad. wasn't on there. Rob, Rob, Rob Kardashian. Rob. He wasn't on there. But basically, the show just showcases her her life is where she is, and I guess trying to be more positive for herself. But if, you know, her oh. trying to go to therapy. So it's a positive. It's not like it's the other like, ones. Where no, we... it's not like that. It's just basically about her life and okay. showcasing, like you know, yeah, more positive lights and her trying to back then trying to change her life but her mother you know that toxicity so with that being said we all know who black china is she dated tyga has a kid with tyga dated rob kardashian has a kid with him and yeah it was a video vixen has done a lot of things um and now well but not now but she has been on this new spiritual and healing journey and it is she's going through a whole reformation mm-hmm. she's got her doctorate since may of 2022 okay that's when she got baptized okay after she got baptized she was like on this whole new spiritual journey she removed the tattoo she removed all these surgical modifications yeah fillers all this stuff um she even deleted her only fans she she did she did mm-hmm. She goes by Angela White. Yes. Her she, real name. She He's using Angela White now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel a little conflicted because I love this for her. Don't get me wrong. I love this. But however, you were at a Baddies East audition. Right. That's how this crying out. Out. And this is exactly how this came out. Because yeah. this would not even be a conversation we, if you weren't at the Baddies East Audition. Right. We were watching the Baddies East Audition and we saw Black China and her mom there. And we get it. Her mom is her right. mom. She's very we, fitting we for that. We get it. But Black China, after this whole um this whole ordeal about, you know, being a new person or whatever, or this whole spiritual journey being on the baddies audition it was a little weird and you know what because obviously she's gonna she's gonna be there obviously because she's there that's how you know she may make an appearance or be on the show because why else would you be at the audition saying yes black china let me get a fucking ticket Uh, uh, uh. like you know what i mean the same way mariah lynn was at the auditions and just walked up and got her ticket yes guys we know that black china is not going to be on baddies east 
Um, we recorded this episode way before they even dropped the cast members. So, yeah. Because it's like, you know, they choose these girls yeah. first, but they still have them audition. They still give like one or two. Just to show like, face. Just I right. feel like you do get that one or two from one the or two. Right. Like Razor else. and Biggie. Right. A waste of space on Razor, but you know, we're not even gonna talk it's about a that right now. For a different day. Right, for <laughs> sure. So I just feel like, you know, Black China, Angela White, you are entering on this whole healing journey and your walk with God. You felt like you lost yourself, which is why you felt like you needed a change. You got baptized, you got your doctorate in religious liberal studies. Wow. You know? It's pretty intense. Yeah. Religious <laughs> liberal arts okay, is what she got her doctorate in. And I just feel like, you know, going through this whole spiritual and healing journey within self, why would you join the Baddies East auditions? Now, that brings up a question because I know on her interview with Carisha Please, uh, her interview with Carisha Please, she did say that, you know, even though she has changed or I, she's on the journey, I wouldn't say she's changed. She's on the journey. We all know that that takes time. That's like a daily practice thing. She said that, you know, for brand purposes, she's still black China when yeah. it comes to the brand, right. when it comes to business. But then she also has other ventures and other businesses right. that, have to do with her healing journey and have to do with Angela White. So now I just feel like I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like what we're because they're two very opposites. Right. And I feel like I feel like I can understand it though because okay. Black China is on a spiritual journey. So I feel like when you're on a on a journey trying to re re like re get to know yourself again you're you're kind of conflicted yourself because you know the brand that works you know the brand that brings you money you know the brand that has this already built years and years of black china being right. you know establishing her name you know when you see black china that's it's, it's like that energy you know that ratchety you know now she's trying to figure out who, who, who her real self is angela white and i feel like her eventually we're gonna see right now we're watching the transition which is why you feel conflicted because i feel like she feels conflicted too and doesn't want to let go of that but i also feel like one day we're gonna see what you're gonna have to choose because then either way you can't live both lives it doesn't make sense because like even if she does make an appearance on baddies which i didn't even think about I don't think it's good for her spiritual journey. I agree. It will bring you to a place that you either are triggered or yep. brought back to those yep. old ways that you didn't even think you'd get there. Yeah. All that healing, because honestly, at the end of the day, whether we like it or not, TV, reality TV is, is, is juicy when it's dramatic. Right. It's drama. Right. right. So it's like you're setting yourself up to kind of have a setback. Right. I think, so I think she needs to tread lightly. That's why I was so confused. On that, like, yeah. Right. But here's the thing with black china so she when i was watching an interview on her she was saying how like the reason why she's going so hard on the fact that like you know getting rid of all the tattoos and all the fillers and stuff is because she didn't do it from a place of i'm confident i just want to be better she did it from a place of i'm insecure so i need to feel better about mm, myself so she used right. a lot of cosmetic right uh, surgeries to make herself feel better right now being older and noticing that 
she said that she started realizing a lot of this when when obviously she was getting baptized she she was like going through shit right but um also when she started losing weight okay she started to see the fillers more mm-hmm. and she started saying like that's not cute mm-hmm. that's not who i am and, so and you're getting what, older too, right? right. And, and you're starting to see things differently, right? So I feel like that—that that was why her changes were so drastic. Because at the end of the day, she started to realize, oh shit, like there's a lot of things that I need to work on. That a lot of this external stuff isn't gonna like fix. Right. My own ba- good habits are gonna fix that. And right. I feel like right now, she's trying to like figure out where the where the where to take it because I can't imagine being an artist have developed this this whole brand of being controversial being toxic as hell being crazy and then having a realization when you get older just in general we I think we all do I mean if you're on you're constantly growing you the older you get the wiser you are right I just can't imagine not knowing that this brand built me this much wealth and now I got to figure out something that's totally it's it doesn't fit my lifestyle right. anymore right so I think that's kind of what we're watching however it's very easy to go back to your old habits by by being on baddies east right and that's gonna make you money right so that's where i just feel a little conflicted because it's like and i'm sure like you said she does too but it's like you know you are on this journey you know the journey never really ends and it's kind of like you want to be angela white Mm -hmm. but then you use black china Mm -hmm. for brand purposes but then you deleted your only fans so, I mean, I can see the deleting the OnlyFans part yeah. would probably be too much. She I can see that. She don't need she don't OnlyFans. She don't she's need so that. popular. Exactly. I can see that. But I do feel like, like you said, like being or making any type of uh, presence or anything on Bad Easy's can easily trigger and go back into those old habits because it's like, again, it's ratchet tv at the end of the day it's drama you're gonna be exposed to some shit whether it's staged or not you already know producers be shady natalie be shady and it's just one of those things where if something happens something happens yeah you know nobody what I mean? likes boring nobody likes like fucking bad happy. boys fucking <laughs> the new episodes of fucking bad boys sexist it's trash like i'm sucking jonathan's dick a little too hard for me <laughs> A little too hard. Nobody wants to see that. No. Nobody wants to see that trash. As as much as we fuck that. As we, you know, as as crazy as it sounds, but like that's the branding. That's the branding. So it's like we come here to see drama, you know, and that's why I think you know, Angela White needs to be <laughs> careful and 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 needs to tread lightly. And hey, I yo. understand both ends. <laughs> However. <laughs> i can't stand the the media dragging it i would hate as a person because look you know me i'm not who you see in the screen to this day i you know i used to be very i used to have those bad habits i used to drink a lot i used to be a mess and if i had a camera on me and had a brand to continue like what i was you know what i'm saying like i would hate that i would hate that and then the media all they drag covering it, it yep. talking about black china got rid of this got rid of that you should be like this see ladies this yeah is oh my god of what that of what did you know blah 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 what happens when you do that? bro that i hate that shit i'm not gonna hold you like when she first came out talking about this whole new journey for herself and for her healing i really did not like mm-hmm. how the media mostly men had the felt 
the fucking need to come on the internet. Obviously, it's your freedom of speech, but like, this is my freedom of speech too, so I'm gonna talk my shit. <laughs> so it's like, y'all really came on here and was like, you see, ladies, take notes. You yeah. all need to be like this. You all need yeah. to be like that. And it's like, bro, that's her journey. Right, right, right. Leave that alone. That is her journey. How about you find a woman that wants to do that? You go out there and find a woman with those standards. Don't fucking force that on all ladies just because yeah. we got a pussy. And, and get the fuck out of here and not for nothing not for nothing there are women out there that are very confident know what they want right they still get lip fillers and stuff like that like right it just matters on your mental state mental. When, you're, when you're doing it right why you're doing it and if you're doing it to fulfill your insecurities that's going to catch up to you right and black china has now realized that it catches up to you at the end we all right. get old we all start looking crazy and your your fake procedures do start showing but if you do it from a place <laughs> you do it <laughs> If you do it for, <laughs> but if you do it from a healthy place, you know, like you're not gonna sit there and regret it the way other people do. Like removing your tattoos, I'll tell you something. I live life and I've done a lot of tattoos, and maybe I wish I would have gone to a better artist. But like at the end of the day, I'm not removing any of it. Like I live because I know you had a you had a purpose. Yeah, so you had a reason. Right. You're exactly why you you had a meaning behind every single tattoo. Exactly. Got. Maybe not the funds. That's yeah. just why they look crazy. But it's like at the end of the day, there was I I was for sure there was at meaning that moment there of time that there was purpose. Not trying to fill a void of trying to look cool. Right. Trying to be this and that. Right. That's You know what I'm saying? So I felt like people were jumping on that bandwagon. And I, I felt bad because, like, people were like, Black China, what happened? Was there a specific moment in life that made you want to do this? And sometimes it's not even that. Sometimes it's as simple as, like she said, getting healthier and realizing when she was slimming down and she said she felt like she lost herself yeah oh yeah that's she did say that and on your journey of eating healthier and right. slimming down you right. start to see that mm -hmm. you're like damn this isn't me i'm looking in the mirror and i see my fillers that's crazy i never thought like just imagine you spend thousands of dollars on fillers and you start losing weight getting your life together and that's what you see oh my god i'd be tight Oh, okay. I'd be tight. <laughs> I can relate. You know me. I used to be big. And if I'm looking, yo, if I see my fillers, I'd be, i get rid of them too. i get rid of them. Hell no. Looking like lumps on your body. All right. Sorry, all right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So one thing I do notice about Black China, though, AKA Angela White, like, while we're talking about her, a lot of the times when you see her in interviews and also when she had her show on Zeus Network, she says a lot of nothing. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. She don't say, she don't nothing, say nothing, bro. And, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, she deaf still on her journey because Shorty don't know how to communicate. Shorty don't know how to communicate. And that's no. one thing I realized. I'm like, yo, I'm watching her in interviews. Even when she had that session with the therapist. Oh, yeah. my God. She it was that. like pulling teeth. For sure. Like, I feel like there has been a little bit of growth on the communication, especially with her doing all these interviews and, you know, her talking with Carisha. But even in the interview with Carisha, Carisha was asking her mad questions and she literally Same wasn't thing. saying nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or she was asking her a question mm -hmm. instead of answering the question. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, yo, like, 
Angela, talk. Yeah, like, I ain't gonna hold you. I was. It was like an hour and a half. It's like pulling interview. fucking teeth with her. The interview I watched, the girl asked the same question over and over, like, over. Yep. differently every time, yep. and it was the same thing. Yep, yep, the same thing. Journey. Yep. Like, what? Girl. Yep. But I feel like she does that with everybody. Like, yeah, for sure. Everybody. And it's just like, damn, you ain't getting nothing out of that woman. <laughs> like, you're not getting nothing out of her. Like, I'm just like, you really don't say shit. No. Even Carisha was like, really pressing her, like, really trying to, like, ask her, like, yo, like, what's <laughs> up? Like, <laughs> and she really straight faced, not. Not answering nothing. Honestly, I'm not gonna hold you. I would be scared to interview Black China, aka Angela White. Really? I would be scared because I feel like she's intimidating. Like, and you know me, I don't say that about a lot of people, yeah, but I feel like she crazy. is she is intimidating. Like, it's the eyes. Like it already looked like she gonna fucking bite you or something. <laughs> it gonna look like she gonna pounce on you and fight you if you say the wrong thing. She look like she will kill you. Like I'm not gonna hold you. Even the way she was looking at Carisha, like I knew, like the energy, the energy was all fine and dandy in the interview, but she be looking like she wanna fight, bro. Nah, I'm weak. And then you I don't like know you. until she smiles. And I'm like, you know what? I should get it because I have a bitch face too. I was gonna say you're kind of describing have, yourself have, there. All right, all right. I have a resting bitch face, but I feel like with Black China, bro, yo, <laughs> she be looking so mad especially when you be asking a question she'd be looking like oh why you asking me this question again why you asking like i would be like damn i would and i would do the same thing strategically ask the same question differently but she's so used to it and she already don't open up yeah. she's not gonna answer yeah for sure i'm like you really don't say shit for sure for sure but i'm I'm honestly happy for her i think her her toning down on everything looks good on her it, it but looks- why are you joining baddies east <laughs> that's a question we that's need to know. the question that's the question we need to know honestly. that is the question and, and and if you are be careful this is your warning you heard it here first the petty headquarters have warned you they will bring you down to a level that you that is very triggering yeah and that's the thing like you got to be mentally prepared to go into a situation a situation like that you either have to be in that environment already or so you used to it I think you have to be healed completely. That's true. Not in the middle of your journey. Right. I agree. You know, like but but I feel like if you're healed completely, would you even want to do that? Right. That's the question. And and would it even feel good to even do that? Or like would you be able to do that? I'm not gonna hold you. All the interviews, because uh I've been, you know, getting more into the baddie stuff and like OG Bad Girls Club. Um, a lot of them say the same thing, you know, like, you know this environment can bring you to places that yep. you thought you outgrew yep. and then you know things happen people yep. are weird people are shady people are shady and producers set you up to yep. be stressed out not to be you know they purposely put you in a bunk bed they purposely Yo. put you in a room where it's like it's meant to stress you out it's meant to to piss you off because that's where the drama starts you get what i'm saying right mm-hmm. and so, that's the thing like i don't know i so one thing i do know is that her mother, Tokyo Tony, doesn't believe that her change is real. But I don't trust anything that lady says. She she prays for 
Chi- black Chinese downfall. downfall and i don't i don't care like it. what she has to say I'm literally here to make my own opinion her mother is probably a hater of course she, she hates on her daughter all the time she's already a hater but i mean she's, more so she's probably she's gonna hate even more when she realizes her daughter's starting to level up yeah because you know a lot of those toxic uh, environments they want to keep you there narcissistic they, toxic mother right, for sure they want to keep you there to make themselves feel better and to blame yep. you for everything but and but to- who's asking black china for money tokyo Who's asking her for shit? Tokyo. That's that toxic environment. And of course, she's going to give it to And then, you know, she feels entitled. Your mother is one of those moms that feel entitled to everything that Black China has just because she is simply your mother. And you know how I feel about that. You know, I don't like that shit. And it's just like, I don't want to get too deep into that because that's a whole other topic. But just know that Tokyo Tony had an interview with Megan James on her podcast and said that, she doesn't believe that Black China's change, aka Angela White's change, is real and, at all. And not for nothing. I think also, what's her name? Tokyo Tony. Tokyo. She's, Tony Tokyo. I don't care. Tokyo Tony. Yeah, Tokyo. Fucking name is. <laughs> she is also the type to to say something controversial to to remain relevant, relevant to mm-hmm. Black China and use her name, just like mm-hmm. you know, like all these people, like Britney Spears and her family. Yeah. Like. She's uh, even if she doesn't believe that, mm-hmm. which honestly, I, I don't whatever she believes, I don't give a fuck because I don't right. believe anything she says. Anyway. Right. But I genuinely believe sometimes she'll just say shit just to be relevant, yep. just to use her daughter's name. Yep. She knows it's going to go viral. Yep. She knows all that. So it's like she's a controversial figure as well. Right. Which is where where do you think it does? Apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. Right. But I'm very glad that angela has started her journey and yeah, she wants to get out of that i just feel like be careful joining baddies east it feels a little conflicting to be joining baddies east i agree but i mean do you I if agree. you're gonna be on the show i'm excited to see what you bring to the show but other than that be careful and and we're here for your growth sis. yeah like, that's it i'm here for that that's it i'm interested to see where this goes right yeah All right, so moving in to our last topic, we are going to talk about someone who is very popular in the media, and if you don't know who this person is, then you're probably living under a rock, but we are going to talk about Ice Motherfucking Spice, Yeah. but most importantly, we are going to talk about this weird Ice Spice hate train, and about how people probably feel that she allegedly is an industry plant, so... First, we're going to go into telling you guys what's the definition of an industry plant. So, And if she fits that category. If she fits the category, we're going to do a deep dive. So an industry plant is largely accepted. We hold this up. There we go. An industry plant is largely accepted to mean an artist who represents themselves as being independent and doing things on their own terms, but secretly has the industry backing and money to fund them and to artificially shape such a narrative. So get into it yeah so ice spice aka born and raised in the bronx yes isis isis niger gaston hella dominican hella Dominican. Dominican. um so we already know that munch released in august 10th in 2022 and that was the time when drake reached out to her was in her dms on that date and everything. Well, let's take it back. Let's take it back. Let's take it further back. We're taking it back. So take it away. Was born and raised in the Bronx, right? And um, her career, she started doing her thing back in 2021. So yep. it has a two very, years. Very short career and very big, very quickly. Right. She went to um, 
a school, a university, a SUNY, where she met Riot USA. Riot USA? Yeah, so he was the producer who they met in school where he was like, oh, I want to... Because she was looking to, 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 to branch off. She originally wanted to be an actress. Wow. Then she was like, you know what? I, she liked poetry. Okay. So she was like, oh, looking for a sound in, in music. Uh-huh. Um, and she met Riot. And Riot had connections because he was the son of Hot 97's DJ Enough. Ooh. Uh-huh. So this is where this is where the, this is where it gets interesting because is she really an industry plant? So what happened was, here's her story. Here's the story. She you know that song Bust It by um that went viral on, yeah. on, on Bust It. Vine, on Bust it. TikTok. 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 Yeah. TikTok. You said Vine, girl. <laughs> Keep up with the times. Keep up with the times. Fucking get out. That was, that was crazy. All right. Anyways, moving forward. Yes. So she started gaining traction. Her video went viral. That was the first video that went viral on TikTok for her. This is before her music started. Erica Banks. Yes. Yep. Erica Banks. Exactly. So using that, she was in the process of finding her sound with the producer Riot USA. In that time, uh, I guess that's when she started to make music and and all that kind of trickled down very quickly but that was what originally got her on the map on instagram i mean on tiktok online was that song and that viral video okay so here's my opinion i i feel like riot usa definitely had connections okay absolutely had connections because of his father and they heard a sound she took that drill beat she she came up with like this this whole different sound munch yes okay and it became it became a a tiktok hit Mm -hmm. and i think in my opinion ice spice isn't that great but she's great at marketing a hundred percent you know what let me just say by say let me start by saying this i like ice spice i do and you know what's crazy when i first heard the song munch i was looking for it everywhere it wasn't even released yet because mm-hmm. I had heard a snippet of it on someone's beauty video. It was like a quick thing on Instagram, like an Instagram reel. And I was like, yo, what song is this? I was asking my friend. I'm like, what song is this? It's fire. She didn't know. She thought it was Bia at first. I'm like, bitch, this is not fucking Bia. Her voice too deep to be fucking Bia. <laughs> so I'm looking for this shit. And then I finally go on YouTube and I finally see it. And I'm like, what? And then I literally was there when it was released. Because I think I had saw something on Instagram. And then it said, oh, link in bio. Ah, ah. And then I clicked it. And I'm like, oh, this shit fire. So I'm like, okay. That nigga much. Ah. You thought I was feeling you? Period. You know, I like that shit. However, I just think it's kind of crazy that your song just premiered August 10th. That's Drake hit you up, flew you and your producer and manager out, right? To his OVO show and all that stuff. And then on top of that, you just skyrocket. Like immediately, February 9th, you were in a whole Ivy Park campaign. Beyonce's team reached out to you. Like what the, you just came out August 10th. Like what was that? 2022, right? Exactly. You just came out and then all of a sudden you're, you're in an Ivy Park fucking campaign like like it's it's insane then you met kim kardashian and northwest and her dog all yeah, that stuff pretty wild. hanging out with northwest northy obviously northy's a kid she obviously loves this stuff she's always on tiktok with monitoring of course which is always on tiktok so of course she knows who ice spice is 
But then it's like, then you were also in a Skims campaign. You were modeling with Skims. Now you're doing music with Nicki Minaj, Taylor Swift. First of all, you being on stage with Taylor Swift, that is a weird matchup because that's not even the same genre of music. Right. You could tell that. Okay. So you could tell that her her um what is it her team record team who signed her whoever signed her whatever company signed her which is 10k productions or some shit like that that's the name somewhere riot is connected okay right so whoever signed her i think that they're doing just they're riding the wave even though i heard the song that song is trash with taylor swift yeah okay that song is trash i was like ew it's just they don't even have the same chemistry right but that's just you could tell that is them trying to just throw her market, everywhere yeah. and market the shit out they're of her. They're really pushing while her super hard. While right. it matters. What does that mean? While it matters. Because all these they thought she was gonna be a one hit wonder. Which honestly, not for nothing, there's nothing special about I Spice. The one thing she's got that like she's a great she's great. I love her sound. I love her I thing. love her sound. But right. one thing that was so strategic was her look. The she, look was see, the most strategic part. Looking like Annie. Right, <laughs> <laughs> you don't see no redhead with a curly fro. Like, so it's really her look, and then obviously it, it, it is raises, it, it raises, you know. Uh, so, so whatever. We'll we'll get to the controversial part later. Right, but they're riding the wave because they thought she was a one hit wonder. So they're like, "Fuck it, we're gonna put her out now, make her feel." Because it's like once this stops, it slows down. Mm-hmm. None of this. None of the this is like a Justin Bieber thing. Once you started seeing him, you saw him everywhere. Right. It's like one of those things where they're like, fuck it. They see the opportunity. Even though it doesn't make sense, it doesn't matter because now you've exposed Ice Spice to, to Taylor Swift fans. And you never know how many you're gonna convert. Yeah. They took the- Taylor Swift has a huge fan base. And not for nothing. That was definitely a marketing strategy, her performing with fucking Taylor Swift. Of because they don't even have the same sound. No, and and this also raises the 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 controversial thing of skin color mm-hmm. because it's like you know there were a lot of lola brooke don't play with it don't play with it don't play with it don't play with it 100%. that song came out in 2021 yeah. way before munch even came out and yeah. you already know tiktok made that song a viral sensation right. but lola has been doing her thing years before that song even blew up and even if right like let's and just say Ice that's Spice was only doing her thing for two years before munch blew up so again it's very short time and like you said the connections play a role in it connections play a huge role and also it's like a drake drake is he's very talented but he's also very <laughs> like fluid in like relating being relatable to different cultures so like right. he could be black he could be he could fit in with the spanish he could fit in with the white like he's not too like he's fair skin and not to say that colorism is a thing it is a thing it's a huge thing and it's and it's messed up like let's be real and it's me- and, and you know what you know we ain't especially in the music industry absolutely so it's it, it that also plays a part i however don't want to take away ice spice's work because at the end of talent at the end of the day i don't want to take away her work either but let's be real with this industry you already know your look matters. Colorism always plays a part. You have to look good, you know, ass fat, all that. Like, you know what I mean? And she's like very fair skin. Ice Spice is very light skin. Again, that look. Annie. I just feel like Taylor Swift. Right. Like, Taylor I'm sorry. Like-, like, Taylor Swift, we all know that was a whole marketing strategy. Like, would that even be an opportunity if you were of darker skin? Color? Exactly. And, no. And because look. 
Look, but this is the thing. Ice Spice was even invited to the Met Gala. No, because let's be real. You just came out and you're going to the Met Gala? Yeah. Not even Dochi was at the Met Gala. Not even Flo Millie was at the Met Gala. Not even Lola Brooke <laughs> was at the Met Gala. And yeah. I'm just kind of like, you just came out. Yeah. There have been people that obviously have been fucking it up in the rap industry in the game for you, but they're not getting all of the same love. They're not getting all of these, you know, experiences. You know, Beyonce's team reached out to you. I don't know if Beyonce's team reached well, out to Lola Brooke. I think also it, it, it becomes a domino effect. Uh, after you see Nicki Minaj, Taylor Swift, uh, was it Pink Panther is... Well, Pink oh, Panthers isn't that big. But still, you start. But you saw how it got bigger and bigger yeah. artists. And now yeah, you have sure. Beyonce. So it's a Drake. You have all these popular people backing you up. I feel like at a certain point, it's just the other industry people, the higher-ups like Beyonce, Drake. Drake was here. We'll get to the controversial part. But anyways, all those people are trying to ride the bandwagon because uh, like, you start to see, oh, this is a money opportunity. So I feel like there's a certain point where the domino effect just kind of takes on its own little... A momentum but we're gonna take it back to the to the to the was a conspiracy part okay because they say you know we all know when drake before the song even came out mm-hmm. drake slid into her dms which quote-unquote was leaked but like really you know it was a marketing strategy right it was meant to put out there to build up the hype for the song mm-hmm. but they say that when Drake flied her and her producer, producer, her team out, her yeah. team out, and then he unfollowed her the next day, and they, they you know, they say that he realized because Drake has a whole team dedicated to finding new young artists that he wants to, you know, sign and whatever, and that apparently this he unfollowed them because she was apparently signed already, and so that's where the industry plant conspiracy comes in because it's like you say you're you know you're self-made but then you're secretly signed to this whole 10k's productions or something like that which right. um, which i think six nine was signed this other drill rapper was signed from all from new york um which is uh which is what starts the, the con- that's why they say he might have unfollowed her yes yes <laughs> they said that, in, that that's the reason why because when she was interviewed and asked why did drake unfollow you the next day she goes i don't know but it's all love and it's like she didn't give no information she also says a lot of nothing yeah I, I feel like she was also media trained or something because the way she answers those questions is as this it's like a politician answering yeah, the questions and it's very interesting and this is again where the conspiracy comes because it's like you know usually artists have a story she has no there's story. no yo that's a fact no story we don't know anything about this girl Yo, we were that... just forced to see this girl yeah, yeah. <laughs> i gotta contain my excitement but that is a fact we don't know shit about ice spice it's true we don't know nothing except for the fact that she's dominican with a fat ass from the bronx yeah and her mom also got a fat ass it's like went... we don't know nothing about you and she went to university Yo, and that's why I feel like a lot of people speculate that she is an industry plant. But however, when you look it up online, even though people give fake news nowadays, if you look up industry plants, 
there's a list that says known industry plants yeah. and she's on that list her name is on that list really yes if you google industry plants and then it, there's a literally a tab that says known industry plants and her name is on the bottom of that list and that's why i feel like hmm, i wonder if this is fake news or if that's speculation right but like the same way chance the rapper is on that list she's on that list exactly i guess i have a chance i know i know you do but she is on that list and that's why i'm just kind of like hmm. i mean look there's a tweet that came out on april in, uh by riot i'm gonna read it to you okay he tweeted this on april april 19th 2023 he said which munchkin account or barb account can i trust to distribute funds for y'all to buy princess diana so this was a, ru- a rumor and then this was instantly deleted but people took a picture of it but they're saying that he's trying to have like basically incentivize people to buy princess diana because ice spice is not as popular as we're ma- it seems online wow i don't know how much of that is true and when what was the date of that tweet was that the beginning of her career of 2023 this was this year oh this year oh a couple months ago wow yeah so again riot here's how i see it i think that riot saw an opportunity to make a name for himself as a producer finding somebody he already had connections mm-hmm. because of his dad. Right. His dad must have gotten in touch with whatever production. And they all must be getting a cut of, of this right. bringing, making our spice popular. Right. And so I feel like it's just all the way to keep them bread in their pockets. Yeah. I, but I don't necessarily know if she's an industry plant. And I think that's the question I'm trying to figure out. Is it suspicious? Absolutely. Right. But could and that's- it have been just a form of luck and... and, and all that luck i don't know if anyone is that lucky jesse like i don't know if anyone is that lucky again like you mentioned there is connections involved yeah. so and you her dad know. is a rapper too wow see we yeah. don't even know that we don't know who ice Spice is i didn't even know that yeah her dad's a rapper he was like an og hip-hop rapper so he's already has his own connections as well it- so and then this whole weird thing about like drake unfollowing them the next day yeah that's like because it's like that's sus mm -hmm. that's sus that's sus Mm -hmm. and then this whole thing about him tweeting and then deleting the tweet Mm -hmm. yeah people like hit up uh, i forgot who they hit up um this episode is hot this episode is hot today. The director of Hot 100 will be notified. Like the fans were screenshotting it and sending it to people. Like they were. Yo. Yeah. It was like a big thing, I guess, on Twitter. That's crazy. Interesting stuff. Very just, interesting stuff. It just raises questions, you know? But it it's does. true. Like you said, I mean, is someone that lucky? I don't know. That's a good question to ask. And I don't think someone's that lucky because there are other like uh, amazing, talented female rappers that were out before her that didn't even receive the same love. And even Lola Brooke. Her song, Don't Play With It, went viral on TikTok in 2021. Of course, she got her flowers. You know, she got signed. However, again, not the same amount of love that Ice Spice has got. Like, I'm sorry, you were invited to the Met Gala. Like, that's crazy. And performing with Taylor Swift? I also feel like, you know, 
it's crazy because I feel like the only reason why she she gets a lot more viewership is because she kind of brings drill, the light of drill into like a softer realm because it's not crazy. Like Lola Brooks is pretty harsh and a little aggressive with her wording sometimes. And hers is not really drill though. No, it's not. Yeah. I'm talking about lyrics wise. Right. You know, like even when you listen to like uh stuff like Ice Spice's lyrics, it's nothing. It's very crazy. simple. It's very like. In my opinion, Wait, what do you call those? I would say PG thirteen, and I feel like because she looks PG thirteen, she her her lyrics are so. PG-13. Her with Pink Panthers was definitely a great idea because Pink Panthers has that soft, cute right. side to it. She also can embody that soft, right. cute, but you know, not too much. Exactly, exactly. So I feel like there was a lot of smart PR movements in her in her her team. She has a great team. Honestly, yeah, that's really does. what it is. And I think that's heavily involved in her connections. And, yeah. and, and is it luck? I don't know. And is, does it have to do with her father's connections? Maybe um, Riot's father's connections? Right. I don't know. They all saw an opportunity right. and they jumped on right. it. Right. But that makes me feel like even more reason to say that you're an industry plant right. now because they saw you and was like, yo, she got the look. And I feel like that's the biggest thing in this music industry. As long as you have the look, they can work on everything else. hundred Because when she was rapping early in her career, there's literally a music video where how she sounds now, she does not sound like that when she first started. It sounded very like high pitched, very harsh, didn't sound monotone and like you're talking how she sounds right now. Mm. Like, you know, it sounded like, think young Miami like how she has that high-pitched tone that's how she sounded in early in her rapping career so now it just makes me think early (laughs) early like like it was a right two years ago so like that's how she sounded it just makes me think if someone saw you heard you know heard that she wanted to do music heard you and switched up your sound for you right you know right made the beat but isn't switched that what it they up. do anyways and that's what i'm trying to say like isn't that what they do anyways to an artist like so is it necessarily an industry plant like chance the rapper is 100 percent an industry plant because he said it from the beginning you know i'm an independent artist he claimed being yeah. independent he, he claimed did, he doing did claim it on it. his own he did he claim claimed it. his ice spice ain't she's not saying nothing she's just she's just getting the bag that's it. That's it. She can't. She's just getting the bag. She don't care about none of you bitches. She nah. don't care about none of y'all. She's just trying to get the bag. And bitch. I was watching an interview where they were like, oh, yeah, um, Ice Spice is, you know, taking advantage of her, 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 her fans her, her or fans. her? Not, not her fans, her, her popularity so much that each time venues were hit her up, she was raising it. She went from like 10 grand to 15 grand a performance. Like, yep. she was just, and she didn't care because it's like at the end of the day, by popular demand you're you're gonna have to pay and i feel like again this goes back to her team her team being very 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 smart with her her opportunities and her bag like i don't know but i don't necessarily know she's an industry implant however i can understand why people feel that way yeah wow that was a very deep dive i guess we'll never know i guess or maybe one day we will like we found out about chance to rap oh my god that was so sad right nice to have interview ice spice and get a little bit of a background it would be but i feel like ice spice also was another one she don't say nothing yeah well you never know that's true. You never know. You never know. Never know. Uh, Maybe they're right. They're right. You never know. know. <laughs> <laughs> so excellent. I mean, you never know. I mean, I don't know. I'm curious Gotta make about- her feel comfortable because I feel like a lot of these interviews that she be doing, they don't be making her feel comfortable. Like, it right. just be very, like, straight face. I spice. So, uh, 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 like interview. Uh, uh, uh. And it's like, bro. Interrogation like, almost. Yeah. Like, it don't feel like, okay, let's pop a drink. 
let's kick back. Like, let's kick back. Right. Like, I mean, I didn't really see her that comfortable. Only time I really seen her comfortable in any type of setting is when she was on Twitch with Kai Sinat. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Because that was more laid back, more chill. Right. But I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it'll take the right interview. We'll never know. Never know. We'll never know. I'm curious to know what you guys have to say. About Ice Spice. About all of it. Judy J. Judy J. Natalie Nunn. Black Black China, China, aka Angela White. Right. I'm very curious to know. Right. Like, like you know, other people's opinions. Right. See what you guys got. Do to you say. agree with us? Do you disagree with us? Yeah. Like, did you see something else? Did you see more tea? Did we Let us know. Did we miss something? Yeah, definitely. And if you guys ever have a suggestion for something for us to talk about in a future or upcoming episodes, definitely hit us up. Let us know. And with that being said, yeah, we appreciate you guys yeah. listening, taking the time. I don't know what y'all doing, cleaning your house, right? Driving. That's like, my favorite time to listen to exactly. a podcast. We love know? to listen to podcasts while driving, Definitely. for sure. So it's like you know, we appreciate your time spending with us. Yeah, we really, we really are grateful. And before we head out, I just want to give a disclaimer. Like at the end of the day, like all these people are public figures. So of course we're going to talk about it. So basically we are simply talking about what we see in the media of these people. It's love at the end of the day. It's no hate. It's no shade. However, if you are looking salty, you're going to say it. I mean, you know what I mean? We're, We're here to deliver the real. We're not here to sugarcoat anything or be fake or anything like that. It's just whatever you display on the internet or on tv is what the public sees and obviously we are also putting ourselves on public display as well so with whatever you guys do with that information you do with it so where you guys can follow us i'm available on instagram at randomania one jesse strange where can they find you you can find me at jesse.strange on instagram and you can find the petty headquarters on spotify and my youtube channel at petty sim productions yeah and yeah we release episodes every tuesday at like 7 7 30 p.m yep. eastern time eastern time so yeah i mean with that being said this is your weekly dose of mess and we are signing off later